Good afternoon and welcome back to another market update brought to you by the team from Mikado.com.au. Today it will be myself, Andrew Whitelaw, talking about grains. Matt Dalglish will be talking about livestock and Olivia Agar will be talking about wool. So, there is an old Chinese curse, may you live in interesting times and definitely we are living in the most interesting of times and it would probably be good for everyone if we could actually get a bit of boredom and flatness for a bit of time. Everything is frankly pretty crazy. Uh, no matter what commodity you look at, whatever share you look at, it's all in the red uh, pretty much. Going on to grains though, just quickly, things are interesting at the moment because we have basically, grains have actually probably been the least impacted really. But one of the things I want to talk about briefly was the Australian dollar. So the Australian dollar started off the year pretty high and it was on a high note and it was looking like uh, the banks were forecasting above 70 cents against the US dollar. The reality is it slid and it slid and last week it's it's just crashed and now we're really trading in about that 62 to 63 cents. Why that's important for you guys is that we are an export nominated country and when we look at things like the CBOT swaps, uh, we've actually seen a, the market for uh, December futures has dropped overnight, but in Aussie dollar terms, it's actually increased because the Aussie dollar has crashed. So to give, give an example, if we, the current December futures price at a couple of different levels of FX, if we were using the same FX rate as the 1st of January, our swap price for December would be $275 a tonne. If we're using the price from the 1st of March, it would be $295 a tonne. And uh, if we use today's rate, it's $307 a tonne. So that's a fairly big change. And that's literally just because of the exchange rate, which is really insulating our farmers from the worst of the of the falls in, uh, in futures. However, it is worthwhile having a look at it in terms of uh, what the futures levels are doing, because it does compose a bigger part of our pricing mechanism. And uh, obviously, it's, it's possible now to lock in futures at 307. And then we add on a basis, which typically is positive, but can go negative. But worthwhile having to think about it, talking to one of your advisors. If you don't have one, we're happy to have a chat with you. Uh, but really, that's the main thing. It's, it's just crazy. That's really the only takeaway from this market. It's just absolutely crazy. And uh, unprecedented is, is a word that's going to be bandied around a lot these days. And uh, I think that's the most appropriate one. I'm going to pass you off to Matt, who's going to cover off on livestock. Thanks for that, Andrew. We'll jump straight into cattle markets. Uh, look at the Eki this week. We saw that um, push up again a bit more this uh, week to close at 7.65 cents a kilo carcass weight. Uh, really strong result there and obviously continued to be supported by restocker activity. Uh, an interesting one in cattle markets was actually where Finnish uh, cattle is or, or um, heavy steers finished uh, on the eastern states coast. So that is at 3.45 cents a kilo live weight uh, this week translates to about 6.40 cents a kilo carcass weight and if you look back to uh, the previous peaks in heavy steer back in um, 2016 uh, we touched 6.50 cents a kilo uh, carcass weight as a high so we're, we're holding firm on those heavy steer prices um, just just below those um, record levels uh, that we saw in 2016 which is a really strong sign particularly given uh, what's been happening in uh, live cattle futures markets over the last few weeks um, there's been a very a uh, big sell-off in US live cattle futures on the back of concerns with regard to the coronavirus. 
Um, we've gone from around you know, over $120 uh, down to, and that's dollars a pound in US terms, uh, down to around 106 or 7 I think it is at the moment now. Uh, so significant sell-off, and um, that's really indicative of the concerns around um, global demand and, and what that might mean for beef markets um, over 2020. Uh, so um, even though we've seen that kind of concern that's largely coronavirus-led, um, and, and it's speculative at this stage. It hasn't really flowed through, and our uh, finished cattle markets in Australia have been fairly resilient, which is a positive sign. Uh, in other beef export prices, the United CL uh, found a bit of a base. It's only drifted off a fraction from last week, and it's closed at 6.62 cents this week. Um, so that's also a positive sign that that market seems to have stabilised a bit after the corona-led sell-off we saw through January and part of Feb. Um, one more thing, just on cattle markets, we have a look at the um, female slaughter ratio. Uh, the dumb numbers just came out from the ABS this week to show us what's been happening in January. Uh, rather surprisingly, given the fact we've seen some restock activity, but the um, the female slaughter ratio for January uh, came in higher than last January. And it was, in fact, it was at 52.7%, which is um, pretty high and, and still shows that we're not quite in a rebuild stage. If you remember, we've got to get below 47% to be classified technically in a rebuild phase. It will be interesting to see what happens with that level uh, as we get the data for February, because we know from um, analysing the buyer activity at the sale yard, uh, restockers really only came into their own through February, um, so I'm, I'm anxiously looking uh, at when the data comes out for February to see um, that female slaughter ratio start to come off and, and uh, look to see whether we're moving into a technical rebuild uh, according to that ratio. Uh, the data for that won't be out till early April though for the February period, so we'll have to wait a little bit yet. Uh, turning to sheep and uh, lamb markets, uh, record price for mutton this week, 7.29 cents a kilo, just remarkable we're seeing mutton at that level. Um, and the Eastern States Trade Lamb Indicator um, holding firm at 9.60 cents. Uh, one interesting aspect of those um, lamb and sheep markets is when we look across the WA, we have heard some uh, reports of eastern buyers now sniffing around in WA and competing with processors over there. And so we've actually seen uh, West Australian prices pick up this week. Uh, we've got West Australian mutton uh, up at record levels, just a fraction over $6 ahead. Um, carcass weight and uh, trade lamb in, in the west is um, nudging $8 ahead uh, carcass weight. So really good prices there and it's good to see that the West Australian producers are starting to enjoy some of this um, season of tight supply. Um, talking of tight supply, looking at lamb and sheep uh, slaughter numbers, the volumes continue to dwindle there and we're actually now currently uh, at levels you, you really expect to see mid-winter. Um, we're only just starting to enter into autumn. Uh, but the levels are quite low and, um, you know, with the way things are shaping up for this season, it's um, no surprise that we're down at these levels already. But, you know, that kind of um, tight supply is going to continue to provide support uh, to sheep meat markets um, going forward. Um, that's pretty much it for me. Um, next week we will have an article on Mercado just delving more into that female slaughter ratio uh, outcomes. Uh, so look out for that and I'll pass across to Olivia for a bit of a chat on the wool market. Thanks, Matt. No sign of panic buying in the wool market this week. Of course, unlike pretty much every grocery store in the country, who knows, maybe we can start spreading some rumours that Australia is about to run out of wool and we might actually see a bit of positivity next week. But that definitely wasn't the case this week. The benchmark Eastern market indicator was back at 41 cents. And across the country, the micron price guides fell by about 20 to 85 cents. And there were two reasons behind the fall. 
Firstly, it's that there was plenty of wool on the shelves this week. Another strong offering of around 43,000 bales, where the market was playing catch-up from that sale being cancelled a few weeks ago. Um, and there was 25.5% of wool passed in and actually 6.2% withdrawn prior to the sale happening. So clearly, sellers weren't okay with the direction that prices were moving in this week. And of course, the second factor at play is all that global market uncertainty. The Aussie dollar is down 1.6 cents this week, putting it to the lowest level since 2003. And looking at the individual microns in US dollars, they are all edging very close to those seasonal low levels. And even since the sales closed this week, the Aussie dollar has weakened further, quoted at below 63 US cents. Clearly, that movement hasn't been enough this week to overcome the unease from buyers. We don't have a whole lot of confidence predicting much at the moment much like rest of the world, but the weaker Aussie and reluctant grower selling should really be supportive in the weeks to come. The question, of course, is whether that's going to be enough to stop the market declining. So that's it for your market update from Mercado this week. I know sharing with your friends isn't really recommended in the current climate, but I have some good news. You can share this podcast with as many friends and family as you like without the risk of spreading infectious disease. So go ahead and send it round and we look forward to bringing you another update next week.